0: say Emory Hunts did with us football game plan talking about the NFL playoff teams. Now, Emory, there's uh, been a lot of concern about Jared Goff and the Rams and what's going on with Jared Goff missing throws, missing open guys uh, in their losses. I, I can point to his throws he's missed where well, he could have had points on the board. He's missing open guys, but I also feel like this losing Cooper Cup. It's really hampered Jared Goff and the Rams on offense because he's kind of, kind of like Cleveland in Minnesota. He kind of gets everything going at offense for those guys.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you. When you lose a, a guy at the caliber Cooper Cup, that's you know a big piece of your offense, especially underneath. But the one thing the Rams do have is, is great personnel. I think they they have the ability to you know overcome that loss, and they they've done a good job. I think a lot of it has to do with Jared Goff and how he has. Uh, not been able to apply or deal with pressure. And, and I think that's going to be key because if if they can't, if he can't deal with pressure, then it's going to be a problem. So I, I do believe that once that clears itself up or gets squared away, then they can have some success moving forward.
0: Now, Emory, now, are you amazed at the Rams running 11 personnel pretty much the whole game and pretty much going off outside zone pretty much everything's based off outside zone they play action pass off of it running reverses off of it are you amazed how McVay's really just maximized his level of personnel and all the things he does out of that level personnel
2: not, not really I mean it's just that's just simple football at the end of the day if you have if you have the ability to run multiple plays out of the same look that's just great coaching um, it's no different than the triple option offense everything is based out of the same principle of you know the triple option everything is spreading it off the the dive and then everything kind of builds from that and that's what the Rams essentially are doing and so you know it's just great coaching you make things look the same that way you don't have to break personnel and that forces the defense to stay in their personnel and if you got matchups across the board mismatches across the board you'd never in a bad play and that's what has happened throughout the last two seasons that Sean McVeigh has been the coach
0: and speaking of that defense uh Emery uh I feel like you can gash him with that running game. The Eagles kind of hit him with that running game pretty hard there. Even the passing game against Wade Phillips' zones, they was kind of finding holes in his zones there. They have to so have to leave. Peter's out there, and Roe, Roby Coleman, LaMarcus and those boys, Mark Barron playing low there. They kind of did on beginning kind of roll as, as a small linebacker kind of guy. So what do you see about the, with the, with the Rams defense, what they need to do going forward to kind of shoot this thing up to make a run in the playoffs coming up? They got the personality. They've got to start living up to –
2: their their ability. I mean, they have, like you said, good talent across the board um, at all three levels. But right now, it's not, well, and I know that's simple, but that's essentially what it is. If those players that you mentioned can just play up to their talent level, um, they're going to be hard to stop. And right now, in, I always say this and people take it the wrong way, but it's so true because it's
1: as simple as that. that
2: Stopping a run is about attitude and want to. You got to really want to stop the run. And if that want to, which is essentially effort, if that's not there against the run, you're gonna have some problems.
0: Exactly, and we have a big game, Emory, come up playoff carries on both sides of the coin here, AFC and NFC, with the Steelers and the Saints. The Saints win if it's clinch the next. Their next games are all in domes, which they love. You know they'll be in New Orleans, they'll be home, and then play the Saints. Be playing here in Atlanta. They'll get that far. Pittsburgh, hey, if they lose and Baltimore loses, it could be tricky for them before making the playoffs even for Pittsburgh there. So it's a big game. How do you handicap that matchup for those teams right there, Pittsburgh and New Orleans, coming up here on Sunday?
2: Well, it's going to be about the defense once again, and in, in which defense shows up. If if the Steelers defense can step up and, and get the Saints off the field, gives them a great shot because they have some solid personnel that receiver to take advantage of the Saints' secondary. Which puts it back onto the thing's defense, and can they find ways to get to Ben Roethlisberger without sacrificing coverage back? Deep? That's going to be the biggest key in that one, in my opinion.
0: Exactly. You know, that's big and kicking. And Big Ben has all his weapons, man. McDonald, Jesse. I mean, Jesse James, we got Samuels playing well. You know, you have Connor, if he could play, but he's probably not going to play with AB, Schuster, James Washington stepping up. So. Big Ben has weapons, and the Saints back in so to me is a little bit questionable right there with the coverage because Eli Apple, to me, is a little contact waiting to happen or a waiting to happen. And I feel like if you put him out there on A.B. by himself or, or even Smith-Schuster, it could be a problem for those guys in, in, on defense.
2: Yeah, they're going to have to play great team defense and you know minimize the mistakes. You don't want to give a team like Pittsburgh in their passing game more, more chances at bat, so to speak because they can do a lot of damage with, with their outstanding talent on
0: the perimeter. Another big game we have coming up this weekend is Chiefs at Seahawks. A lot of play from there. If the Chiefs win that game, they pretty much lock up the AFC West. The wins, Chiefs lose, open up for the Chargers to come in and win that division there get that tiebreaker over those guys. And Seattle wants to make the playoffs, so it's a big game. How do you handicap that that matchup up there in Seattle with Mahomes and going to that loud Central Link Stadium playing against Seattle defense leading the boom, the new Legion of Boom, and Russell Wilson his running game against Chiefs defense?
2: Was that that's going to be the biggest challenge? Can the passing game pass that against the pass rush of Seattle and, and how they play coverage? And on the other side, can the Chiefs defense be much better against the run and, and make Seattle beat them throwing the football because of? Uh, what they have or don't have on a perimeter, I, I think that's the, the you know the chess match is going to be going on. I just I just like the fact that this is a game that we can probably see later on in the year in February you know with two outstanding quarterbacks that are playing real well and and both are leading their team uh, into the playoffs or you know lead their teams to victory and I just hope this is a, a really good game competitive back to forth where we start to learn a lot about these teams. Uh, in preparation for what they can face uh, or potentially be moving forward.
0: Also, a big game on Saturday night after that tight Redskins game is Chargers and the Ravens. The Ravens are forward and one with Lamar Jackson, Henry. He's been run, doing a lot of running out of pistol there with his different battery running backs, him running himself with those RPOs, hitting the ball to Snead and Crabtree and those guys in his tight end. Do you feel like Lamar has to expand his game playing against like, the Chargers out there in, in LA's at Silverhub Stadium because you got to make a big play with your arm eventually if you're Lamar Jackson. To get him to, this is a, his first playoff game, in my opinion, come Saturday night. He has to really make some ways for his team and get him over the hump against Phillip Rivers. Those guys who are, who are rolling, rolling right now, who come out of that win because KC, down by 14, going for two, getting out of here with a win. Those guys come in there on a high on Saturday night.
2: Yeah, and it's going to be a great game because a lot of times people just look at this matchup and think, oh, the Ravens are one-dimensional. Well, they're tri-dimensional, and, and and I think that element of those two elements of the game that no one's talking about, their passing game and their ability to convert on third down, their situational football uh, skills are, are excellent. So we're going to learn a lot more, I believe, about the Chargers than we are about Baltimore. I think Baltimore's uh, script has been laid out and how they beat teams and we're gonna find out if the Chargers can can match that and, and overcome those that try uh lateral offense and, and try to get a victory.
0: Another team is surgeon the Houston Texans, if they went out uh, they get a first-round bye, you know, which you who up thought that when they start off 0-3 there. So, what, how are you talking about the Texans and that defense they have with Deshaun Watson and the offense? Can he hold up technically, all his he's taking, and can the defense show up for the Texans and make them a threat in the see playoffs going forward?
2: Yeah, they definitely are a threat, man. I think that's the biggest key. When you look at those teams and in, in, in the top and, and how they play, nothing really separates them from a – you know, from a wide margin, there's no real big difference. It's just about execution at this point. And if you can find a way to execute, I know it's easy. and I know it's not sexy or or jargony, but if you could just find a way to execute, you could find ways to win. I think that's what separates the team that's standing at the end, as opposed to teams that are going in now.
0: I thought the Texans, I know you probably noticed this from watching the film, as much film as you do. I think, when they put in Alfred Blue, they just drop down a couple of notches. They run their outside zone plays or their, all their round plays inside off the outside zone. Swap so like blue just tip tiptoes and runs just straight ahead. But Miller can kinda of set you up, cut back and make a big play out of it. I hope he's healthy because he makes the offense more dynamic than having blue having blue out there for sure.
2: Yeah, definitely. I, I still think that's one of the biggest needs for the Houston Texas as great or I say as good as Lamar Jackson uh, Lamar Miller is. He's he's always some someone that you worry about finishing a game or even finishing the season healthy. Alfred Blue just doesn't have the same juice that Miller does, you know. So that's a that's a, a an Achilles' heel for Houston as they trek through the playoffs. You know, can they find a consistent running game when that starts to pose a threat? So when you do come off play actually, you can have those wide open windows for Deshaun Watson to hit, uh, whether it be the DeMarrais Thomas or DeAndre Hopkins deep downfield.
0: Think they should probably use more of Joe Webb and Deontay Foreman to help their running game some too.
2: If Foreman is healthy, then yes, but if he's not, you know, he's coming off of an Achilles injury, he's you know, he's a bigger bat, so that you always leery about that. I mean if you look at basketball you worry about Bookie Cousins coming off that Achilles injury. So I they, to me they they just need Alfred Blue to step up, um and for Lamar Miller to be healthy. I don't think you find ways to utilize
0: Joe Webb. I think that just slows down the offense. Gotcha. And last one I got for you, NFC East. We got Dallas eighty six, 6 Philadelphia 7-7, Washington 7-7. A three-team race. How do you see it all shaking out and working itself out with Nick Foles on the center and Josh Johnson with Dak Prescott in Dallas? How do you see it all working out these last two of the season here in the NFC East?
2: Well, I still think Dallas is a better team out the out the group, and they'll eventually clinch and, and win and go to playoffs. I think the Cowboys also are a legitimate Super Bowl threat once they get into the playoffs because they have a great defense, a uh, great running back, solid quarterback play from Dak Prescott, and a really good receiver in Amari Cooper. So they got all the recipe, all the ingredients, I'm sorry, for success. They, again, when, when I talk about playing consistent and executing, that's the Dallas Cowboys on offense defensively. I think they're there. So I they'll win out and, and uh, win the division and become a factor in the playoffs.
0: Yes, and the Emory, for you go, tell the listeners how they can keep up with all your good stuff and all your good work and what the work you'll be doing going forward here as we go in the bowl season and playoffs coming up here.
2: Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Game Plan and make sure you subscribe to Football Game Plans Network, which is located at youtube.com slash footballgameplan. That's where you can find all our upcoming draft content, draft videos, it's you know it's draft season now for us, and we're going to be hitting the, the All Star Game circuit hard, starting January the fourth with the College Gridiron Showcase. And you find all those interviews, scouting reports, practice highlights, practice updates on our YouTube channel.
0: Emery, always bringing knowledge, brother. Hey, have have a holiday to you, man. We'll talk after New Year, my brother, and playoff time, man. Have a good one, man. You you're the one of the best we got on the show, brother. We thank you so much, man.
2: Well, you do the same, man. I appreciate you always having me on. <laughs>
0: Hip hop fans I got a great album for you. Today we have from Family Grind ENT, True Speech and 313 Fresh. We're gonna use two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip hop, albums of on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, Illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's your man J.C., the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here
2: in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down. It clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705, Malcolm Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us at Three Kings each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m only five dollars after great food we got drink specials we got all kind of games man we got the pool tables popping whatever you want we got you man come on out have a good time with us each and every saturday night that's click sports bar Memphis.